Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Tuesday of the 19th week of the year, August the 9th. Our reading this morning comes to us by way of the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 31, verses 1 through 8. Deuteronomy 31, 1 through 8. And for more than a week, uh, we have been traveling with Moses and Aaron, and uh, really before then, all the way back to when they were the Israelites' slaves in Egypt, and then the mighty Lord uh, liberated them through the great Exodus experience under the leadership of Moses through the Red Sea into the wilderness before the base of Mount Sinai when Moses received the Ten Commandments and then began the journey, the long 40-year journey into the Promised Land. And we saw that, unfortunately, Moses hesitated in striking the rock to provide water for the Israelites, for their cooking, for their thirst, and also for the animals who were dying from lack of thirst in the desert. And Moses hesitated in striking the rock. And in so doing, the Lord told Moses that he would not enter into the promised land, but that would pass to Joshua. Our reading this morning is one of, uh, one of real sadness. It's one of real sadness. But it's also one of God's mercy at the same time. And it involves Moses. And he's coming to the end of his life on earth. And before he dies, he's led by the Lord. And uh, he's led to view the promised land. After Moses speaks to them, the Israelites, and tells them all that the Lord will expect of them and that he will not enter the promised land, but that it will pass to Joshua to lead them, uh, the Lord takes him. And Moses says, I am now 120 years old and no longer able to move about freely. Besides, the Lord has told me that I shall not cross this Jordan. It is the Lord, your God, who will cross before you. He will destroy the nations before you, that you may indeed supplant them. The Lord will deal with them as he dealt with Siren and Og, the kings of the Amorites, whom he destroyed with their country. When therefore the Lord delivers them up to you, you must deal with them exactly as I have ordered you. And he tells them, Be brave and steadfast. Have no fear or dread of them, for it is the Lord your God who marches with you, and he will never fail you, or forsake you. 
And those are very difficult words for Moses to say because Moses knows he will not enter with them. But Moses is truly repentant. Moses doesn't get angry with the Lord, resentful. He doesn't tell them uh, that things are not going to go well under Joshua. He doesn't undermine Joshua. He submits to the will of God. He acknowledges his doubts. And so he turns over the leadership. And that's always difficult to surrender something. Remember, Moses was drawn out of the water as a little infant, raised up by Almighty God for a great work, which he has accomplished but he will not enter the promised land. He will not lead them. It will be another. And we can, we can imagine, I suppose, the sadness or the anger perhaps in our own life when we had to surrender something to another. Do we surrender it in anger and resentment? Do we undermine the person who's coming in? Or do we pave the way for them, looking at it as all part of God's plan for us, for the people, and for others. We're only here on earth for a short time. This is not our eternal home. This is not our resting place. We're travelers, sojourners, for our true and lasting home lies elsewhere. But Moses will not cross the Jordan. He will always be on the side where the desert is. And so Moses shows uh, a great deal of leadership, has surrender. Leadership is passing on in the right way. For each of us, there comes a time of surrender, of letting go and of letting another take our place. Then Moses summoned Joshua. Joshua's going to take his place. And in the presence of all Israel, he says, Be brave and steadfast, for you must bring this people into the land which the Lord swore to their fathers, that is, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The Lord will give them this land, and you must put them in possession of their heritage. This is their heritage. It's a heritage promised by God, and God does not go back on his word. As Moses said, the Lord will never fail you or forsake you. It is the Lord who marches before you. He will be with you. He will never fail or forsake you. So do not fear or be dismayed. Moses will, as we'll see tomorrow, he will get to look at the promised land from a distance. The Lord will take him to a mountain and he will get to peer into the promised land, but not enter. But in all of that, Moses does not become bitter, angry, or turn on the Lord for he surrenders in faith and in trust 
that this is part of God's plan. He's not looking at himself. He doesn't put himself first. He knows what the Lord has done. And he knows what he has done and what he has failed to do. But he continues to trust in the Lord. Let us take that example of Moses today. Perhaps we find ourselves at a time of transition, a time of having to surrender. It might be because of age or circumstance or something to do within our own lives. But we have to let another come and take our place. Do not be afraid, do not fear or be dismayed. The Lord will never fail you or forsake you. Let us, with God's grace, surrender to the will of God, knowing that all things work unto good for those who love God. And in that loving surrender, God's will is done, and it is truly the best. It is the good and the true. Let us pray that we may be one with Moses and learn in those transition times in our life to be surrendering enough, enough faith and trust that this is part of God's holy will. God bless you.